Okay, and we are rolling. Welcome to the Witching Half an Hour podcast, where we talk about the good, the bad, and the insane parts of horror. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about some of the most psychologically impactful horror films that have both defined and changed the genre. I am your host, Luke, and joining me is a good friend of mine, Lil's a big movie fanatic, Imani Charles. Hi. <laughs> horror is one of my favorite genres, and while I do love a good slasher like Halloween or Friday the 13th, the rise of more psychologically oriented horror movies have changed the standards for the genre, as well as what is truly considered disturbing and or scary. So tonight we're going to talk about two movies, both directed by Ari Aster, Hereditary and Midsummer. Is it Midsummer or Midsummer? Midsummer. <laughs> Midsummer, okay. Both of these films received great reviews, were successful commercially, and were filled to the brim with strong cast, gory imagery, and morbid plots. We're going to go over what made these films so successful and how they impacted the world of horror. Starting off with 2018's Hereditary. Do you want to start off or should I start off? Well, so I just wanted to say something about, I guess, horror in general. Um, A lot of people don't take it as seriously as it should be taken because a lot of horror has been done before. It's like we're seeing a lot of and it it kind of has become sort of a mockery. I think in, in a way, I think the difference between I guess, other horror movies and Ari Aster's horror movies is that he takes this kind of disturbing approach to his movies, which makes it sort of like super interesting and people are super drawn to it. And this movie, I would say, is super disturbing. I, well, I agree with you. Um, There's a lot of really disturbing imagery that uh, definitely left me uncomfortable when I first watched the movie. Um, I don't want to get into spoilers, even though I feel like we have to, because I don't know. Do I get into spoilers? Do I spoil it? Or do I just, do I keep it a secret? Uh, I don't know. Um, I guess we kind of have to do, we have to talk about like some of the scenes. So Okay, so right now, here's your spoiler warning. <laughs> I apologize in advance. Spoiler warning. Okay, so the scene I'm referring to is... Uh, after uh peter who is played by what's his face Matt uh, Wolf, right yeah he was in the naked brothers band yes anyways <laughs> um he is at this party with his friends you know he's having a good time oh my god he was forced yeah he was forced to bring his younger sister who is played by millie shapiro and while he's off smoking or doing god knows what uh charlie who is played by millie shapiro is eating a cake uh not realizing not realizing that there's nuts in it and she has a nut allergy so they take off they're on their way to the hospital and um charlie sticks her head out the window trying to get air and as she does that uh he uh peter swerves and hits a pole And she gets decapitated. Um, Now, what I wasn't expecting is for them to actually show her decapitated head lying in the street. So when I saw that, I I wasn't like, 
I didn't scream or anything. I was just like, <laughs> oh my God, I did not expect that. When I saw that movie, I already went into it like with the the idea that Ari Aster was going to do something really weird with this. And so, because right. I saw Midsummer before I saw Hereditary. And that scene the where her her like head is on the ground and I'm pretty sure it's like covered in bugs yeah and I knew I was waiting for something crazy to happen but I wasn't expecting that (laughs) yeah honestly and I think that's one of the reasons why not only hereditary but as well as midsummer were both so successful is because Ari Aster did not hold back when it came to, like, showing really graphic imagery, especially in Midsummer. But we'll get to that in a minute. Um, You can go. Yeah. So the thing I, I mean, the thing I didn't like the most about the movie, because when I watched it, it was kind of underwhelming. A lot of the hype, there was a lot of hype surrounding this movie, and I was expecting maybe something more. I guess the thing that is one of the elements in his movies is that it's super slow in the beginning and then at the end it's this like really shocking uh emotional type like craziness that happens and I guess that's Mm -hmm. what I didn't really like about it but um yeah I it was like shocking in some parts and then everything started happening at the end and then it started to not make sense yeah um when I first watched it, there were a lot of like, because one thing that I've noticed with Ari Aster's movies is he will like put like, I don't want to say spoilers, but like he'll foreshadow things that are going to happen. He'll put like symbols and imagery that like will be symbolic for characters or things that happen within his movies. Yeah. So I didn't realize when I first watched it that everything that was going on was at the hands of a demon. Um, Yeah. And when I rewatched it and I saw like all the demonic symbols that were like, you know, when the grandmother, when they were at her funeral, she had a necklace with that symbol. Right. The symbol was actually on the, um, the electrical pole that decapitated Charlie. So I rewatching it and even like when you're watching it for the first time there will be scenes and just parts of the movie where you'll see like a character in the background and they've been there for a while and it takes you so long to realize that they're there Mm -hmm. which I really like because it's it's basically the exact opposite of most conventional horror movies where they'll build up and then it's just a jump scare and it's just a repeat of that for like an hour and a half. So I found right. most of that imagery where like your, your eye catches it and then it, the scene just ends because it, the character was there for so long. I think that's really what made Hereditary successful because he used that a lot in that movie. Not so much Midsummer, but We'll get into Midsummer in a minute. Yeah. Do you have anything else that you want to add? Just uh, like when talking about Hereditary, just maybe the fact that there was so many things happening in the movie, so many different things that could have been, I guess, scary in a way that didn't really end up being the main scary thing. I don't know if that makes sense, but like in the beginning, 
or like I guess throughout the movie we we follow the mother or like the wife of the family and she she is she does like replicas I guess of like rooms and stuff and I found that way more creepy than I guess the rest of the movie where it was sort of just slow building up and then you have that like that big scene in the um the treehouse and I that was the most confusing part of the movie because I'm like what is happening here and every time I watch even after Midsummer, every time I watch a Ari Aster movie I have to like go online and try to unpack everything that just happened at the end oh yeah oh yeah me too his movies are definitely not in black and white they are so layered yeah. you're gonna have to rewatch them so many times uh, speaking of rewatching movies, um, I had to watch Midsummer twice to fully understand <laughs> what exactly happened. Because, well, let me say this: I, I think I liked Hereditary more than I liked Midsummer. Really? Um, honestly, yeah. Uh, Imagery-wise, I think Midsummer wins. That clip scene was uh, was a lot. That was one um, of my favorite I, scenes in the movie. It, It was so good, but it was so graphic. (laughs) If you don't know what we're referring to, here's another spoiler warning. Uh, There's this, I guess it's like a a sacrifice. Uh, I don't really know. Yeah. But um, once the elders of the community reach a certain age, they jump off a cliff, basically committing suicide, but it's, they're choosing to do it. It's not like they're being forced. And, the whole, all of the other community members are kind of watching and they're kind of like, just it, not phased by what's happening because they're so desensitized and they think it's just this cultural norm. But our main characters that uh, aren't from the community are all freaking out. And I think it was very, very, the, the way um, we kind of focus in on Florence Pugh's character who is just kind of in this state of emotionless shock. She's just kind of standing there, but we kind of watch from her perspective as a few of the other characters start freaking out, but the audio is so muffled. It's just like, it, I don't know, that cinemat- cinematography yeah. in both of those movies is phenomenal. It is. And it really made it such an enjoyable experience. And it really had me, like, I was like, Oh, the face I was making, like, throughout the entire scene, uh, it irked me. It really did. <laughs> Especially the ending, too. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, when, um, I, I want to say Midsummer is one of my favorites out of, like, I guess, well, if we're talking um, between Hereditary and Midsummer, Midsummer is my favorite. It's definitely the scariest element is that everything is happening in broad daylight. All of the action and all of the disturbingness is happening under the sun. It's like daylight, 24 hours. I'm pretty sure that the sun doesn't set. Um, and that was super creepy to me. And that one scene where she just, she jumps off the cliff and there's just, it's just so disturbing. And It is. Like, and honestly, I didn't even think about the daylight aspect of the movie because that really does like because when you think of horror you think of you know everything happening at night like oh the the night's so dangerous but it it's like an exact it's like a juxtaposition how we saw 
in uh, Hereditary. That's why I think Ari Aster is phenomenal. And I'm really looking forward to what he creates next because I think both of these really stand out in a way that most movies don't. Not only because, you know, they're so layered and they require like a lot of attention specifically to like what's going on in the background and like the setting and stuff, but also the visuals too. Like throughout the entirety of Midsummer, I was feeling so sick because everything was so distorted. Like when they were taking drugs, when they got to the village, like everything was so distorted, but it felt like that throughout the entire movie. And it was just, yeah, it was phenomenal. I, I really, I like both of these movies, but for me, Hereditary wins. And it's not because um, I think the plot's better. I think I just, I like, I love Toni Collette. And <laughs> she really made that movie good. I love it. She did. It. Her acting was so great. In both of the movies, the casts killed yes. it. They really and did. And it was just such a beautiful movie. It Like Midsummer just showed how you can take something so dark and morbid and kind of creepy and make it so beautiful by covering it in sunlight and togetherness and flowers. It's just cult, like the entire, the whole concept of a cult in general is creepy. And I like how he brought that to film and I like how he, he just did his own thing with it. The sunlight, everything about it. I loved it. That ritual at the end, it, it was just crazy. Yeah. All right. So we're just about at 15 minutes. We're going to wrap it up, but I have one more question that I want to ask you. And I know some of my other group mates might be asking this in their episodes, but I'm still going to ask, what is your favorite horror movie? If you have one, or what is your favorite quote, scary movie, just a movie that irked you? Wow. Okay. (laughs) That, that is a, that's a question. (laughs) Um, I, there's a lot of movies that I find creepy. I think the movie that has scared me the most, because I've seen a lot, the movie that has really made me feel like I, I, nightmares is Candyman. And, and this is because the way that the movie is, I forgot the director, but this movie is the setting is like in the projects it's in an urban area yeah and i guess like the there's this um saying that um one of the the uh black scary movies like the the scary movie that like a lot of black people are scared of is Candyman, just because of its setting and people can relate to it and they can relate to the being creeped out by um this just I I don't even know how to explain how scared I am of that movie it's so disturbing it's so creepy at the same time the music and I'm pretty sure they're coming out with a remake I think it was it was supposed to come out this year but it ended up um being postponed it's just such a creepy movie I think Jordan Peele's actually directing the remake which I'm really looking forward to because his movies too are phenomenal and I'm not sure whether or not Tony Todd's going to be coming back for that. He but is. He killed it in the first one. He absolutely killed that yes. role. No, I actually really like that movie too. And I never even thought to like make that connection about how like the setting and 
all of that right. just evokes like yeah. those emotions. You yeah, know what I mean? It's like this culturally re- relatable type of thing. Even if you hadn't like grown up in an urban neighborhood, it's still super unsettling going in really like the idea of walls in general and like um kind of apartment buildings and you're going through the wall like if you're living in a house right you know the wall that's next to you and you know what's on the other yeah. side of it but the candy man literally lives inside of the the walls it's crazy yeah no that's yeah <laughs> really no it's a great movie um with that being said, I appreciate you coming on for this episode of The Witching Half yeah, an Hour. Yeah, no problem. It's been so um, fun. Thank you so much. And hopefully we will have more episodes. I'm not really too sure which episode this is. Uh, we'll figure it out. Uh, thank you for tuning in and have a great night, everybody. Night. Take care. <laughs>